Amazing Friends present. I'm Riley Hopkins, and these are my amazing friends. As always, well, not as always, as recently, we are continuing our game of follow in the wonderful Fortnite time loop island controlled by the Illuminati and Darkseid to try to destroy copyright law. Let me present to you my amazing friends after I've now that I've presented you the game. Uh, first off, the 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 fuck Marn. <laughs> I didn't have a name. I had a, I had a shtick I was gonna do, and I was like, I I abandoned ship. Oh no. <laughs> What was it? I I was I was going to, I was like I had I had I was trying to do a connection thing. I was trying to be like, all right, what do I know about Marn? Arcs, mysteries, mistress of mystery. I don't like that. Throw it out. Don't have enough time to think of something else. One half of many of the greatest duos. We've already done that bit. Marn, you know Marn. Hello. The Waldorf and many a many a duo. <laughs> Marn of Baltimore fame. Marn of Baltimore, of Guy Gardner's hometown fame. <laughs> of Guy Gardner's very own hometown. Uh, hearing the second voice that you've heard, panning up to Jeff of, of Philly fame. <laughs> Hello, uh, it is Jeff Stormer. I am here in this, John. Uh, I am Jeff Stormer. I'm a podcaster, game designer, and the unofficial official LARP designer of the Olive Garden Restaurant. I have that phrase memorized, burned into the back of my eyelids, mm-hmm, and I see mm-hmm. it while I sleep. I am excited <laughs> to be here. I use he, his pronouns, and I am thrilled to be here. Also, excited to be here. Also, I'm excited to be here. <laughs> and, and finally, here's where the real challenge is, because this is going to reveal a secret about me. I always mix up Milwaukee, Minneapolis, Minnesota, Michigan, Madison, all those kind of things. Several of those are states and several of them are cities. Uh, yeah. and it's- my wife has sat with me, like held my head and gone like, which one is Minneapolis? You know. But from one of those locations, the international man of history, Taylor Miles. Hell yeah. So you, you're completely off the mark with all of those because I am, uh, in fact, actually from St. Paul. Uh, <laughs> Fuck. Which is the... In Minnesota? <laughs> it's in Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, a hot dish extraordinaire, uh, Taylor. I'm on Twitter at Leviathan Files. Uh, I use him pronouns, and I, you know, I gotta say, I'm really excited to be here. Oh, by the way, you know what? I'm excited to be here. Just want to just want to put that out there. I'm excited to be. here I haven't gotten excited to be here out of you, Marn. I just want to make sure that you are also excited to be Marn here. Marn is miserable. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually having a very bad time. <laughs> no, I'm having a great time. I'm very excited to be here. Again, we are in the middle of the workday. My three friends are working as well. So if you're a boss, don't listen to this. Last time on Dragon Ball Z, we were doing the challenge Travel Through Dangerous Lands that Taylor suggested. We were at the second part of that challenge, a scene set by Jeff Stormer, also who had elected Scott Free to help us figure out how to get into the the entrance point to where we think the fucking time loop shit is stored? What is the name of the Fortnite time loop mad thing? Uh, it is. The, I mean, the time loop itself is just called the loop. There's the thing. What's the, the thing, thing? What's the thing in the middle? Oh, the zero point. The zero point. So we're 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 riding the battle bus through. We, the goal is to, is to get through the remains of Oceanic Flight Eight One Five because that way we can get to the heart of the loop, get mm-hmm. to the zero point. And that is where we'll find the anti-life equation and we need to steal it away from Darkseid. We don't have a lot more time left in this loop. And Scott Free has been elected to to lead this this section to tell us what they have figured out about breaking into and out of 
the the zero point Fortnite Island laboratories. So what does this scene look like on the battle bus? Who's circled around the back? Who is like doing other shit? Like, what do we want this scene to to be? I think what this scene is, is all of us. Bradward Boimler, Casey Brink, Peter B. Parker, Jason Todd, James T. Kirk, Mr. Miracle and Steve Rogers are on the bus in various places. We can all kind of dictate where our main and supporting characters mm-hmm. are on the bus. But I think that the challenge of the scene is like we're racing on this bus and mm-hmm. every other character in Fortnite is like trying to blow up the battle bus. Like mm-hmm. it's that's mm-hmm. that's that that is what makes it exceptionally difficult is that we are like we know where we're going. Scott Free has explained to us where sort of the entry point is, but we have to like X-wing Death Star run to that location while every yes. other character in this Fortnite loop is like trying to kill us on this bus. Because if you play a battle royale and you're in a vehicle, you are a huge target because you make a lot of noise and everyone can see you and hear you. This makes sense. And there are there are like nine of us on this bus. So you're knocking out like a tenth of your competition immediately. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jason is at the window, obviously, uh, or Jason's sitting on top of the bus and just has a ton of guns, man is just shooting wildly. He he shot Naruto. Naruto's dead. (laughs) He's just like popping off shots at the distance. And that is absolutely where he is, where Steve is going to be definitely like trying to learn uh, with with Scott in the back of the bus. I think Kirk's also up there on the top of the bus providing cover support. So like if anyone jumps up and like tries to take, you said Steve was the one shooting? Uh, Jason, Jason, Jason. Yeah, so if everyone, anyone like tries to jump on top of the bus and try try to get at Jason from behind, Kirk is there with uh, that very unique style of Star Trek uh, martial arts. <laughs> Kirk chop. And so, <laughs> I think we see like Kirk obviously shirt ripped. Yeah, uh, absolutely. He, <laughs> he got his titties out. Um, he's doing the like double hand overhanded chop, <laughs> double axe handle, <laughs> yeah, double axe handle, uh, down on Joe from Digimon. Uh, <laughs> and like Gomamon jumps on his back and he like rolls and, and drop kicks Gomamon off the bus. And and that is where a b- gunshot is heard. You see Gomamon disappear in the face as Jason has shot Gomamon with a rifle. <laughs> It's just like, it's like those little guys. I don't, I don't like them. Bam, 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 bam. We camera pans down through the top of the bus. I think Peter B. Parker is like sitting at the front of the bus and like helping to to navigate and is like mm-hmm. using like knowledge of the turn. Like is like is like tactically like okay, we gotta we gotta make a turn here. If we make a turn here, they're like we're gonna dodge that ditch. There anybody that's chasing us directly is gonna, gonna crash right into a ditch. We're gonna careen we're gonna careen right and it's gonna be we're gonna be in the clear. I put a map of Fortnite Island at the bottom of the oh, dock. Good. <laughs> I just have it like open in a tab. Yeah, where <laughs> on this map are we are we going to? We have said the center uh, I I love that idea. Mm-hmm. I think that like in my actual brain, if I'm remembering where the laboratory is, that was over in the Lonely Lodge on the right side of the map. On the far east of the map, there is the Lonely Lodge that you can break into, get lower, and there's a big lab down yeah, there. Yeah, it's like under the island is the lab. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So I say we landed over on the left side over and then like i have to make our way right because we need as much time as possible to get there and like mm-hmm. they know we're going there so that's going to be a hot drop so we're looking for where less people are going so then we could get over to where we're supposed to go 
So yeah, so I think right now we're like by Loot Lake, and it's like if you if you can if you can like follow the river a little ways south, we'll make our way. We'll they'll most of the people will either crash into tilted towers or like get lost mm-hmm. in the lake, and we'll be we'll be fine. We'll be in the clear. We just got to keep. We just got to follow the lay of the land. We got to actually stay stick to our guns, mm-hmm. literal and metaphorical, and we'll be all right. God, I love this. This is so stupid. So so. Uh, Cap and and Scott in the back of the fucking truck, and like, like Captain America is like, uh, all right, go over this with me again. There is a laboratory. Yes, <laughs> under the island. <laughs> under the island, and in that laboratory, super soldiers. No. <laughs> no. Not super. Understood. Okay. What is in the laboratory? Inside the laboratory is a. Energy source. Energy that source. That is also the source of every reality. Our soldiers. Every reality. Okay, not suit. Okay. And every because reality. and because it flips through all of the realities, it is basically a sustainable, completely endless source of energy that they're using to power this island. And we know how to break that. Well, we, in theory, know how to take it away from them. Mm-hmm. But then we would have it. Right. That's our ticket home. That's how we get out of here. If we, if we, so breaking it, bad. Because that means we are here. In Yes. Okay, yes. Yeah. Cap's writing this down on his hand. He's trying very hard, like listening, nodding, trying to be very <laughs> studious. <laughs> is is Brad... <laughs> Is it, it's not Bradford. That's the XCOM guy. It's, yeah, it's is Bradward. Bradward. <laughs> is Bradward also in this circle here? Yeah, I think Bradward is like looking up specs on his pad, and he mm-hmm. like he goes, "Oh, uh, here," and he like does that very stereotypical mm-hmm. hand motion of like I'm putting something up, and like a little hologram of the laboratory opens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ah, yes, moving pictures. <laughs> <laughs> Er, no, I don't think it's. I think it's eventually the lab, the laboratory. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think when he first pulls it up, it's like some letter from his mom, and it's like, "Oh, Bradward, you know your father and I." Oh, n- <laughs> get out of here! We're very proud of you. Uh, and then, uh, then the the hologram of the lab comes up. Bradward, they seem like wonderful parents. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, you know, I I like them. Um, so uh, <laughs> I think based on uh, what you've been talking about, we I've, I've sketched out maybe like a little entrance corridor mm-hmm, that that could mm-hmm, be useful mm-hmm. for us. It, it just seems a little too good to be true, though. If I'm looking at it, can you elaborate on on what you mean by that? Yeah, so these ducts uh, normally it, it it seems like normal H ducts uh, in in the the twenty first century were were small and really meant for the passage of air. But these air ducts seem to be more like our Jeffrey's tubes in the twenty third, where they could fit uh, a human body and maybe mm-hmm. some uh, additional loot. Um, you know, I, th- this looks almost like it's a manufactured facility. Uh, we've got broken eye lines. We've got you know, various places of, of supplies. And uh, they, yes. they even have one. Uh, one room is just labeled kill zone on the blueprints. Kill zone. That's probably fine. <laughs> I, I feel like we should stay out of the kill zone. Let's just uh, let's just mark that off. <laughs> Part of me feels like we should check out the kill zone. That's exa- <laughs> that is a strategic advantage is understanding the kill zone. I've been to war. So 
<laughs> and I, I think at this point, like the battle bus, like runs over, uh, like Sasuke. The hologram, like the hologram projector, goes flying out of uh, Boimler's hands uh, and like clatters down the like aisle of the bus. In mid air, it's caught by a web and then like flipped back. It flipped back to your hand. You don't often see the push thwip. <laughs> <laughs> Casey, these kids are going to drive me insane. So, I I do think Casey's driving. I think she is driving with reckless abandon. She is just, like, absolutely plowing through whoever is, like, in the way. Just, like, shooting at the bus. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, Oh, be careful, be careful, be careful. And I think, like, a a green portal, like, opens under us, and we fall into the portal, and then a green portal opens, and we fall back onto the ground onto Rick Sanchez. It was not planned well. We continue driving. And Peter just sits for a second. Great driving, great driving. Anyway, listen. It, uh, she says to me, like, I'm just not, I'm not ready. Uh, she's like, I want, I want to pick out the furniture. I'm not ready to, you know, give up my couch. I love my couch. It's got a lot of memories on it. And I just, I feel like if we're moving in together, that should be an equal discussion. You know, that seems reasonable to me. Uh, Casey is like hunched over the wheel and she's like nodding and she's like, uh-huh. Yep, t- totally. And you see her hit like Master Chief. She just like pl- absolutely plows the bus through Master Chief. Is it unreasonable to think that we should have a shared bank account? That seems reasonable to me. If we're going to be if we're going to be one home unit. No, no, yeah, absolutely. And the just like <laughs> plows through like Ray from Star Wars, different oh Spider-Man. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's genuinely. I think that's a good little scene. That's a good scene. So we rotate further as we traverse dangerous terrain. And I think right now we are at a point where, like, the battle bus has taken a significant amount of damage here. Mm-hmm. We have been uh, <laughs> getting our ass kicked a little bit, but like, we're running over people. The battle bus is not is smoking, but not on fire yet. And we are near uh, near the the end point that is smashed into the lab of the of the of the plane of the oceanic flight. But we need to abandon the bus. So the question is, like, how do we best who goes on the rest of the journey or is it everybody? Is it just some people and other people try to be a distraction? The challenge that makes this difficult is like, again, we are being hunted by now maybe 40 people. Mm -hmm. The circles walls are closing in. We need to figure out like how we are who is going to try to go to this final location at this point. And we have to figure out how they're going to do it safely. So to me, Jason is like. Well, obviously, I'm going to stay here and keep keep dealing with this because I because if they're coming at me, they're coming here. Then you all can get to the get to the lab without much of a problem. You understand what I'm saying? You can I I will shoot. They won't kill me because I'm too good at that. And then I will meet up with you later. But that way you aren't getting immediately attacked by waves of people. Does that make sense? Hero doesn't fight alone. I'm staying with the kid. Okay, that's do you have a gun? Uh, and I think like web webs in two separate directions and just pulls like the largest comically oversized machine gun. All right, it's a it's a Team Fortress heavies minigun in one hand and like a Doom <laughs> BFG in the other. Oh it's like, my god! I found these. I don't know. I figured these that, would probably be fine. That looks great. You're doing great. Uh, um, fantastic job there. All right. So me and the old man, 
we'll, we'll, we'll shoot things. Well, hold on. I'm going to stay with the... I'm going to stay with the car. We can't all stay here. <laughs> and I think, like, Boimler slides in, fully dressed like a cowboy, and he, like, twirls a revolver, and he goes, yeah, this is looking like it's going to be a real Spectre of the Guns situation. But we need to... We need somebody to go to the, 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 the zero point, or else we're just... Then we fight here, then we win, and the loop restarts. You're right. A hero makes the tough decisions. I'm going into the lab. <laughs> okay, thank you. Old man's there. <laughs> I think it would be hilariously funny if we all died right now <laughs> because, like, someone shot us with a rocket launcher, and then the next scene is us, like, actually going to do the thing. That would be very funny. I do love the idea of just, like, in the background, you see, like, <laughs> Steve Rogers go down as everyone's arguing about this. <laughs> and you see another gun, like, just one sniper. <laughs> Yeah. Just cutting away at the group. Oh, I, I oh. also had an impeccable uh, mental image pop up in my mind, which is as the bus is like hurtling towards the lab and everyone's like, okay, we're here. Get ready. Diglett mm. just kind of like pops up out of the ground in front of the bus and it just crumples around him. Like, like a, a street lamp. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and like... Boimler's through the windshield. Yeah, uh, it's, it's a, a quick pause, like the freeze frame of the whole thing, and then just a hard cut back to the, the battle bus. Like the, we will be dropping in 30 seconds. <laughs> just, I, Spi Spider Sense totally saw that coming. I don't even know why he didn't say anything. You need to say something. I got wrapped up. I just... Look, I, I feel like you could buy Ikea furniture, or you could buy furniture that's gonna last for several years. Grab, grab your grabbing Peter's head. You need to be investing in Crate and Barrel. There's no reason to be getting Ikea <laughs> furniture. You need to get a Crate and Barrel. That's what I'm trying to say. She keeps going, we live in the city. It's going to be easier to bring it into the apartment, but I am keep telling it's her. It's not. You can just get a dolly. You could just get a dolly. I'm tell just her that. Just, her. Just, just think. Just you. You're good. You're good. You're good. I need you to think. Okay. <laughs> I need you to is, think. We're in free fall as the bus is dropping. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> we have one more scene of traverse dangerous lands, and and that is at Marn. What is the final traverse dangerous land scene? So I think now that we we've reset, I think that we have to try to drop directly on where we're going to make up for that time. It does make sense. It does make sense. That will be a hot drop, though. Are we prepared for that? Uh, I I think we're pretty prepared. I think, I think we're prepared for that. Because, and I think Boimler clicks a cup, uh, another couple buttons, and uh, out of the holographic projector steps a human being uh, dressed in what people in the 20th century thought people in the the 12th century Italy dressed like. With the face and voice of John Reese davies Leonardo da Vinci says, <laughs> you know, I think we could turn this bus into a flying machine. It's already a flying machine. <laughs> Leo, <laughs> a dropping machine then. I think Peter is already out of the bus and is just like web slinging to the destination, just like effortlessly <laughs> dodging things. And it's like, I'm just gonna go. Like I don't. <laughs> I love this already because I love the idea of like 
Leonardo da Vinci's here like, oh, I could I could pilot the fucking yeah. thing. And you just, it's a wide shot of the Fortnite Island here at the bottom of the frame, the battle bus at the top, and you see the battle bus start tipping downwards. <laughs> <laughs> it itself is driving <laughs> downwards through the sky. <laughs> like, there are still normal Fortnite characters jumping out like, hey, have a good game, good game, good game, yeah. everybody, good game. <laughs> like, catapulting out the back, but the ten of us, or the nine, eight of us, eight of us? Eight, Eight of us. us, yeah, because my two characters are off the... Are all oh, no, holding on. Six, six of us, because... Six of us, Six of us, yeah. Etrigan is still else understood. It They're might be five of us, because I think Boimler's hanging out with Da Vinci. <laughs> He's riding They're this on the bus, bus to hell. <laughs> yeah, we're all on this bus as it goes like... <laughs> everyone's like holding on, going... <laughs> and I think, I think it crashes down. It crashes down right like at the drop site, where at, like at the location of Oceanic mm-hmm. Play 815, and Peter's just there, hands in pockets, like, took you guys long enough? Fucking <laughs> <laughs> gets out of the battle bus, and he, well, actually, here's the thing. We need to decide if we succeed at this. Oh, yeah. And to do that, we are going to complete a challenge. Mm-hmm. And this is done by drawing tokens. So get everyone a good token and a bad token good tokens are face cards bad tokens are non-face cards digimon is good digimon good Yu-Gi-Oh bad <laughs> i just have white and colored sea glass <laughs> that's absolutely fine we're gonna go with our good token today is the king of swords he's ours mm-hmm. our man our my favorite and yours our favorite beloved philadelphia's beloved poet son walt whitman <laughs> uh and we've got Red Mas- Masha Slamovich trading card is good. Black Mas- Masha Slamovich trading card is bad. All right. The first and second challenge draw. We have to draw to decide if we succeed together. We'll draw tokens to determine the outcome and then narrate the results. Sometimes the outcome will surprise us, but even when it's not what we wanted or expected, it's our job to explain it. Okay. So we start with n- no tokens in a pool together nothing together we add one good token and one bad token i'm doing that right now cool yes with one Yu-Gi-Oh and one digital monster mm-hmm. each player takes two bad tokens each person grab two of your bad tokens bop, bop. if your main character is unhappy about the path of that the fellowship has taken hold one bad token if your main character actually wants the quest to fail hold two bad tokens Otherwise, hold no tokens. So think for a second in your head. Does your character want the quest to fail? Or does your character, is your character still happy about how things are going? If the answer is yes, you hold one. If the answer is yes to wanting it to fail, hold two. If the answer is no to both, you don't hold any of them. And then we add them to decide secretly and then reveal simultaneously. So on the count of three, we are going to reveal if we are happy or not happy. Ready? Three, two, one, reveal. All right. Jason Todd is unhappy with how this is going. Marn? Casey's having a great time. (laughs) So everyone, so there are no stones throughout. There are no, there's only one, only one bad stone is in. And that is the one Yu-Gi-Oh card. And nobody wants the quest to fail right now. Not yet, no. Then each player takes one good and one bad as a player do you think the fellowship did what was necessary to succeed at the challenge hold good if yes bad if no so if you don't think we did what was necessary to succeed at the challenge hold the bad one if you think we did what was necessary to succeed at the challenge hold the good one decide secretly reveal simultaneously are we ready 
three, two, one, reveal. We did. Mar, I see a, I see a, a bad token, if I remember correctly. We did get reset in time. But we made our plan. We made our, we got where we got, we came together as a team and we are like a functioning unit, which is what... <laughs> Peter B. Parker thinks needs to happen for this to succeed. I have drawn the world card, which is represented by our beloved friends at Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh my god. <laughs> so I have a negative, I have a positive, a positive. What do you have, Taylor? Uh, I have a positive. It's my all red right. Masha Slamovich card. Alright, alright. Then put the stones in a cup without looking, draw one stone and reveal it. Then draw and reveal a second. Don't put the first stone back before drawing. So I have piled this all out. Yes. I have yeah. a collection of three bad for good and i am just shuffling oh them my down god here. This, this is so stressful put the stones in a cup without looking draw one stone and reveal it then draw and reveal a second don't put the first stone back before drawing the second look up your results under the describe outcome table on the challenge card okay all right we're gonna find out if we succeed or fail all right one good and one bad <laughs> okay 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 love it this one is first so this is the good one mm -hmm. oh no one good one bad in that order yeah we lose a character and we uh -oh. fail this challenge. <gasps> Great. Who dies? Oh, we boy. have to describe the outcome of our challenge to match the results of what we drew, which was a white and a red, a good and a bad. We lose a calendar ch of the challenge and we lose a character mm. who dies to me. Steve could die. I think there's something interesting if Columbo dies on this case. <laughs> also, I will not do that to our friend Jeff. I think if Columbo is going to die at all, it has to be in the end. Mm -hmm. uh, I am happy with Boimler biting it. God, I'll miss him. <laughs> uh, is it is it death or is it just you lose a character? If a characters are if any characters were lost, agree as a group who it was and what happened. It can be main or minor, but the player losing the character has final say over what happened to them. If the group absolutely cannot agree on who is lost, it defaults to one of the players, one of the characters of the players who picked the challenge. Losing characters betrayal. When you lose characters because of the draw, they are out of the game. They may quit, die, or be kicked out of the fellowship. It could be bad luck or a noble sacrifice, but however you want to describe it, they are gone. If it's betrayal, it must be a conscious decision which the side being betrayed does not want, whether that's fellowship or a character. If we betray someone and leave them behind, they we if we betray someone and leave them behind in enemy territory, they must curse us for it, not willingly sacrifice themselves. Mm. So we did not we did not get a we did not get a betrayal, but we got a loss. So so we, so it's mm -hmm. not a betrayal. It is a loss. It is a loss. Yeah. Um, I, I don't want to lose Boimler, but I think that it makes sense that maybe he wasn't cut out for this. Yeah. Well, and I think that it's like as we as we pull up to this lab that we know that mm -hmm. we have to get into um, mm -hmm. and like we're all doing it. We all like put our hands into the circle and we're like, go team. <laughs> um, and we get like this dramatic musical sting. And then from... Out of fucking nowhere, uh, this spear of black tar just pierces mm -hmm. through Boimler's chest and he lets out this horrid scream. So this like horrible, dank and vile, uh, like black tar substance pierces through Boimler's chest uh, and then like goops up into a vague humanoid shape oh, and goes, yeah. ha ha, it is I, Armus, and I will be winning the battle of the Forted Knights. 
Uh, and then he gets obliterated by Master Chief, who then like runs off in a different direction and gets like trucked by the the cat from My Neighbor Totoro. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Master Chief specifically uh, Merc's Armist stops and does the the Halo taunt teabag thing. Yeah. Where he like just crouches over him a bunch and then just run. Now here's the thing with Boimler is like usually we know that you'll come back, right? But I, I think you fade away. You go like, <laughs> yeah. And as I'm fading away, he's like, "Remember me." No, I think it's more. I think you don't fade away. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I think we're so close to the fucking <gasps> the bubble here. Yeah, that like if you're this close to the zero point, I don't think you come back. You're replaced. I think we're realizing that now because we lost this challenge. We lose a character. It yep. is all uh oh. Yeah. I think Boimler's like, it's this thing that Lower Decks does very much where they like stick you with this gallows humor of anytime someone's wounded or injured, they're just like, ah, for like an uncomfortably long amount of time. So Boimler's like, don't worry about me. I'll reset at the loop. I just got to fade away any second now. Oh boy, that sure is a lot of blood. (laughs) Guys. Oh, it's happened. This happened to me before. Don't worry. You're gonna, you'll black out. You'll come back, right? I'm not blacking out. He's not blacking out. Um, should we do something about this? Wait, what's this I can, organ? I can do something about this if we want to. <laughs> I will miss him, frankly. I want to be clear about that. No one's stopping me. No one's stopping me. I think we like cut to black and then we go to the next scene. <laughs> we cut back to an office room in an undescript city. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let me get the document back up. <laughs> All right, go ahead. <laughs> this is a nice off. This is a nice office you've got here. This is a lovely office, Mr. Thank Lord. You. I I see here you've got some beautiful photos. You've got some very famous friends. I, mean, I see here we've got Batman as played by George Clooney. <laughs> I see here we've got uh oh you've met Professor Xavier as made by as played by <laughs> Sir Patrick Stewart. They were coming over shortly, and I, I do oh, have a course, meeting with them. Oh, of course, of course, of course, of course. Do you have anything? I um, Yeah, of course. I'm sorry. I just, I, I got distracted. I, you know, I don't spend a lot of time around uh, the fancy offices such as this. It just... I can tell. You know, the mind has to wonder if such a group of rich and powerful people were to come together across the multiverse in some sort of secret Illuminati organization, what sort of terrible multiversal thing they would all be capable of assembling. You we know, book, that's just a, my imagination getting ahead yeah. of me. I'm just thinking out loud. You wouldn't it happen is. to know anything about multiversal Illuminatis, though, would you? We are actually meeting for a book club. Uh, oh, we're reading, book club. We're reading the popular the popular web serial Prairie Song. <laughs> oh, you're reading Prairie Song. Okay, okay. Well, Lex uh, is a big fan. <laughs> I'll leave. I'll leave you to that. You and your Illuminati have a lot of fun reading not, Prairie. Not what we song. call ourselves. Not what we call ourselves. Oh, but you do have a name for your secret organization of rich people that meet and discuss forbidden literature that's very interesting that's <laughs> maxwell lord silly i'm gonna leave you to that you enjoy the rest it's of not forbidden day. it's free online actually <laughs> i saw it on tiktok Let, hey let's toss out that url <laughs> you can find it at www.prairiesong.com slash this is the real prairie song written by our friend who's on this podcast it's all one word 
Yeah, that's the real URL. <laughs> uh, so we are at the next challenge. Who would like to take the next challenge from the from the list? If not, I will. Go for it. We need to figure this has killed our friend. It's personal now. Mm-hmm. We don't know how to even fight this thing. We don't know what we're gonna do. Cap feels certain of that. So we need to we need to f- figure out how to get the thing that can that can kill Fortnite. What is the Fortnite killer? My favorite new Riddler name from the new <laughs> Batman. <laughs> Batman, it's the Fortnite killer again. <laughs> and I think that this scene starts out and it is it's somber. It's a quiet battle bus ride because like in in fucking in Boimler's seat, there's just like another person. Like it's just John Wick is there. <laughs> it's just sitting there. And like usually that would be in the exciting. sad in the sad Keanu pose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Usually it would be exciting for Jason to see somebody else who does a lot of shooting and cool gunkata shit, but it's not because Boimler's not there. He should be there. Boimler would have loved to meet John Wick. <laughs> he would have loved to meet John Wick. I think he's there's like a close up zoom onto a pad and it's like Boimler's mm-hmm. diary is written on it in Sharpie. It's like mm-hmm. start date 41.438. Man, I just saw John Wick. Would love to meet that guy someday. <laughs> Steve's Steve Rogers like, you know, I was going to offer him a promotion. I thought that I thought his skills were really wasted at Starfleet. I thought he could do wonderfully at uh where I work. The Avengers, we have a lot of people like him in the Avengers. He would have gotten along great with looks at hand. Hawkeye. (laughs) Are you telling me you've got openings on the Avengers and I've never gotten a call about it? I'm not saying we have openings on the Avengers. (laughs) (sighs) We have plenty of Peters. I'm sorry. All right, then. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. I think you missed the age. You're a little bit over the age we usually. Uh, how old are you? Shoot for me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in in captain in captain years or in, <laughs> real when, years. What year? What year were you born? <laughs> what year was I born? Well, I came out of the ice in 2006. What so you year? Could say no. That what I year was were you? What year this. were you born? <laughs> what year was I born? I was born in I believe uh, the 30s. <laughs> the 1930s. You were born if in I, 1918. <laughs> 1918. Wow. I really thought maybe they got me right away when I <laughs> applied for the big war. <laughs> but no, I guess I spent a lot of time sitting right. You know, at this age, you really forget. I got grandfathered in, you understand. Literally. <laughs> you sure are asking me a lot of questions. <laughs> Don't you have some soaps you should be recording? Uh, the TiVo does that automatically. Yeah, I still have a TiVo. <laughs> So somehow that's the saddest thing Peter B. Parker has said. Oh my god! So we 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 ped to 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 Jason, who's just like, all right, clearly that didn't work correctly. That clearly there was a problem, and we need to identify and solve that problem. Does anybody have an idea on what we do here? I think trying to steal this thing was the was the problem. So do we just break it instead? I think Is we that- just blow. The, I think we blow this thing to hell. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Mm. I do support that. Is it as simple as just hitting it really hard with the bus? No, it's just going to absorb it, and then we're going to be lost in time and space. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. We got to find something that is strong enough to unravel it at its core. 
because the anti-life equation is in there and it's it's going to bend reality around us to hurt us in the most specific and personal ways possible. That's why we lost our friend. That's why death that's why death started applying and we need to unravel this thing so that no one has it because nobody should have that kind of ability. Hmm. Is there a way to take the anti-life equation out of the zero point. An anti-anti-life equation. Yeah, an anti-anti-life equation, if you will. I think, may, I, may I take control of Mr. Miracle for one second? <laughs> yeah, go for it. I think it leans forward. The anti-anti-life equation. Philosophers have theorized about such an equation and its power to unravel the anti-life equation and extract it out of a power source. It was theorized by the by the scholar kings of the planet of the planet Binox 7 truly what a magnificent thing the great our great close friend uh Dom Deloise once speculated that such an equation would exist you have there's <laughs> so much happening here but where how could we begin to figure this out and i think is that the 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 that's what we're working at this whole way is figuring out the anti anti life equation mm-hmm. and i i appreciate that as the as the starting scene to which i will rotate to marn you are next hmm. my immediate idea yes was obama voice you mean the chaos emeralds oh god <laughs> but but whatever you whatever you want, you take the you take the reins, you go wild. So in that vein, the infinity stones are canon in Fortnite. Oh good. <laughs> Alright, okay, I'm listening. <sighs> so, so I think what happens is Casey is like, cause she she's like from a comedy, so she's like, well there's gotta be like some kind of like quest that we could do or like some set of uh, items that we can like put together and like they give us an overwhelming cosmic power that we can use to fight against the anti-life equation like does any of this sound familiar to anybody like at the back of the bus james t kirk raises his hand <laughs> and says shit what was the the phrase that you had said the cosmic energy uh and just says <laughs> oh cosmic energy that Reminds me of a strange planet uh, in an incredible universe that uh, it, it appears that belief is as potent a force as energy and matter. Uh, we met a being some may call Lucifer, who taught us the power of magic is really the power of thought. Aren't you like a space guy? No, I'm from Iowa. I only work in space. <laughs> I. <laughs> Are you? Nah, okay, okay. I mean, who ha- who here hasn't met the devil in some form? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I sold my marriage to him one yeah. time, one time. I'm yeah. I'm the bad guy. Yeah, I'm the bad guy. Uh huh. I don't want my 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 aunt's life was on the line. I wanted yeah. her to be able to live mm-hmm. a good, healthy life. Yep. That's a mm-hmm. anyone would have made that decision. As okay, a, would they? <laughs> she was three days before her ninety sixth birthday. She needed to see that birthday. That's so old. I need you to know that's it's fine. Don't worry. I I wish someone went to those links for me. I'll say that. So <laughs> the devil is in play. <laughs> 
uh, I gotta show you specifically the devil that I'm talking what about. What is so? Hold on. Was that is that still in my scene? Did Marn start a scene? I was just adding, like, jumping onto that scene. I think yeah, Marn's yeah, scene yeah, was, yeah. like, establishing that we have to find some sort of superpower energy, and then James yes. Kirk is answering that. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. To which then... <laughs> oh, look at him! Look at those abs! Oh my god. <laughs> this completely <laughs> fucking ripped Satan. <laughs> With tiny, tiny little arms. Yeah. I love it when pecs are just, com- they don't shade anywhere. Those are like, that's a carapace that is attached on. Taylor, you will you will appreciate this more than anyone else on this call. This man has tiny little John Silver arms. Yeah! <laughs> Satan hungry. The answer is we need to, we need to, we need to talk to Lucifer. That they're gonna be the one to get us in touch with the Infinity Stones. Is this our series of we need to talk to the devil to get the so. Infinity Stones? To get the anti-anti-life equation, yes. Gotcha. Then my friends, I think it's important that we all go to hell. I think that's the solution here. Shink. And Jason is like take empties out the clip of one gun and pulls out one that's glowing red. Oh my god. I got these from a friend named Constantine. And uh, just everyone look out the window really quickly. I think there's something really important out there. John Wick looks up when he hears the name Constantine <laughs> with a far up look in his eyes like like a name I have not heard in many in a long, long time. I like the camera to hard cut to black and kick back up. Yeah. <laughs> and we are all in hell. <laughs> Jason is putting away a gun. Casey is looking around and is like, everybody else here has met the devil before? <laughs> I, if... And I think, like, I think the closing note of the scene is Peter just puts his head in his hand. If you have a better idea for how you can make a 96-year-old woman live to see her 96th birthday, I'd love to hear it. Peter, I think sometimes <laughs> you just need to let things go. Oh, easy for you to... Uh, how's, how's your relationship with Bruce doing? Much better shortly. Good. <laughs> Talking about letting things go. I have other bullets. <laughs> it's fine. Let's go. You can't. You can't kill what's already dead inside. <laughs> this guy, Jesus. Talk to somebody, <laughs> Taylor. We're in hell. Yes. We're searching for the devil to get the Infinity Stones mm-hmm. to stop the Fortnite Island. Yes. It is your scene. Is it my scene? Gosh. I think so. I think peeling back the curtain a little bit. I had prepared a list of 10 episodes of Star Trek, one from each series, and slowly I have been trying to reference each of them. Okay. And I I bring this up to say that um, I, I think the way that hell looks is this kind of like strange crystalline mining colony. And um, the camera is going to, like, pan through this very beautiful, uh, like, watercolor rendition of of this scene. And we see, uh, mm-hmm. like, a very old crystalline encrusted Enterprise, uh, or no, not Enterprise, uh, this Voyager ship uh, as it's, like, coated in these harsh uh, red crystals. And the camera is going to come down. Uh, to our group of people uh, as they are like walking through this this hellish mining colony. These weird little robot drones are like flying around and zapping people arbitrarily. Mm-hmm. And I, I think 
we we kind of make our way through uh and because we don't look like we are inches from death all the guards assume correctly that we are not one of the workers here and uh we we are ushered in to this like big gothic castle to try and make a deal uh with the overseer of this colony who is himself a friend of satan oh a buddy of satan Satan's buddy. I thought we were going to get to the direct guy. I didn't realize I'd be dealing with a intermediary. Um, is he around? Is he here? Satan? Uh, says this large, yeah. like, hulking, General Grievous-looking dude. Yeah, yeah. Satan. Yeah, that's who I'm asking about. Yeah. Mm. No, the greatest trick that he ever pulled was convincing the world that he did not exist. And he did so that did. by always not being at the places where people were looking for him were. Cool. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, I have I have heard from my many years on Tumblr that if you go knocking on enough doors asking for the devil, eventually he'll answer. Mm. Speak of and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Yes. So if I keep, is it a Beetlejuice thing? Is what I'm really asking. If I keep saying it, will he be here? A uh, who? The devil. N- no. Who was the the person that you said? <laughs> the Lu- Lucifer. What is? You, no. You, what? you gave I, a beetle something. I don't know why juice would be involved. I'm good. So somebody else talk to this guy. Inside baseball, me, Taylor, am trying to make you, Riley, say Beetlejuice three times. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot I said Beetlejuice like that. (laughs) It disappeared out of my brain. Let's take it back from... Who who did you say? Beetlejuice, like the Michael Keaton guy that was a Broadway... Beetlejuice. He's like the Michael Keaton guy. He's the uh, does the Broadway musical and shit. Broadway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Theater. Do you not go to the theater? That's like the devil's thing. I thought. Oh, the devil has lots of theaters, but I've never been to the. Um, how do we get? I can take you sometime. How do we say the third Beetlejuice? Is a oh, good question. Easy. <laughs> easy. Easy. I can take you. Like the Beetlejuice musical is playing right now. And so I think at that point see we see in the background. <laughs> <laughs> a pinstriped figure walking and like zapping one of the workers and doing a little dance and then walking off screen. Hold on, hold on. Y'all, I got an idea. Yeah, I'm I'm willing to hear it. I'm getting nowhere. Distract distract this, distract this, this, this one I gotta I gotta plan. So <laughs> a distraction is what we need. Uh or no, I- that was that was evil man. Uh, I think Kirk says a distraction. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, and I think he like rips his shirt and he goes to punch <laughs> oh, <God>. this guy. <laughs> and I think uh, Peter Parker dejectedly puts his hands in his pockets and he looks over and everybody goes, I just would really like the anti-anti-life equation. And I got this marriage that I'm pretty happy with. <laughs> if only there was something I could give. <sighs> if only I would trade my marriage. <laughs> A burst of glitter. <laughs> Hello. Did I hear? <laughs> oh, Peter. <laughs> I love talk, to see a repeat customer. Don't talk to me like I don't talk to me like you. I don't. I don't feel good about you talking to me like you. Know. Are you? Are we doing it again? <laughs> don't. <laughs> I got peep. Don't don't do this. Don't don't. I love to do this. Please sit down. Sit down. I have wine. I have pizza. You like pizza, right? Fuck. I do like pizza. Yeah. Bing. 
it appears there's a table, a nice table. It's deep dish. Take a seat. <laughs> deep dish. All right. No, we're getting a bit deep dish. Come on. <laughs> Take now, a ew. seat. It is hell. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Do any of your friends want to get out, get rid of a marriage or anything? Does any of your Does anybody want bad pizza? Mr. Miracle, I see you back there. <laughs> Are you? <laughs> no, I'm good with my marriage. All right. <laughs> And the rest of you, Kirk, not married. Am I right about that? Well, uh, it's kind of complicated, you see. And I think he, like, launches into a tirade about uh, shipping in the 1970s. Um, and one of his husbands died, and then his soul went into another of his husbands. Uh, it's it's a whole thing. Um, Please, everyone sit down. <laughs> Sitting down at the, the devil's table. <laughs> So, is Casey's first time meeting the devil, right? Yes. <laughs> I think I was thinking like when he appeared, like everyone else was totally cool about it. And Casey was just like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> yeah, he's a uh, he's like this. You'd be surprised. <laughs> Do you have anything you want to ask me? I haven't met you. Everyone else here, I'm familiar with Casey, the devil. The devil, Casey. <laughs> I'm getting the feeling I should talk to you. She like looks to Peter. They say they say that idle hands are the devil's work. So if you don't talk to me, that's me. Yeah, he's just I like see. this. He's just like this. <laughs> Bada bing. So Peter, tell me about your marriage. Can this be? Is this the transition into my scene? <laughs> I would. Yeah, I, I'd okay. love that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because I think this is Peter Parker's fight with the devil on the planet where belief is more powerful than anything, and I have a very clear picture of what unfolds here. Mm-hmm, it's based mm-hmm, in part mm-hmm, on what mm-hmm. we built and canonized last night. I'm I'm ready to fucking party. And I think Peter sits for a minute and he's like, we need the anti-anti-life equation, and to do that... No. You know what? No. I'm not willing to do what I... I know that you came no. here expecting that we had... Because in the past with the 96-year-old aunt, I thought that... Peter. But I got a different plan. You love your aunt more than you love the universe? I got a different plan. I'm listening. I heard a story once that you love contests. Uh, you once challenged a guy to a fiddle contest... I'm not really a country music kind of guy, but I believe that things went well for that man. Believe you're a contest guy. Well, well, I also, would you believe I had brought up the lyrics to this and then put them down again? (laughs) Because I was like, I don't know how I'll get this in there. Uh, But he goes, well, that's, that's fascinating, Peter. And the thing is, I don't think you play a very good fiddle. You're right. I don't play a good fiddle, but there is a game... That I can, that I, there is a game that I can win 10 times out of 10, and I know I'm not the only one that can win this game. Scott, get over here. <laughs> Grab a chair. Oh, we're playing. What is it? Is it five card draw? Is it the, the, the knife and finger game? Hold on, I gotta see who else we've got here that I can pull into this particular oh, game. God. Is it, is it GURPS? Wait, you know I love GURPS. Uh, (laughs) The devil does love GURPS. That is a noted thing. Um, I think he pulls, he grabs Scott, and he says, uh, uh, Rogers, Rogers, you get over here, too. Pull up chairs. I'm pulling up a chair right now, and I'm sitting down. I am delighted to see you, to see you again, devil. You know, we used to be old buddies. We 
get into fisticuffs all the time. Oh, yes, we would. Here's the deal. You've got three people here. We're going to do a best of three trivia contest because I know that there is one topic all three of us know better than any uh, better than anything in the, in the world. What is this trivia? I would love to know. You, you're one of these all-seeing, all-knowing types, right? More or less, yes. I, I see a lot. I know a lot. I'm always ready. And ready he, for anything. He reaches into his wallet. And it's like a nasty-looking wallet. He unzips the Velcro. <laughs> and there is a... F- did that used to have a chain on it? <laughs> it did. The chain, the, ch- uh, the chain broke off. <laughs> I tried to... It got caught on a turnstile, and it just ripped it right off. I then had to crawl under the turnstile and grab that. it. But that then I couldn't, I couldn't swipe the Metro card twice, so I had to buy a new Peter, Metro I card. I did that! <laughs> I was I that was a special little Saturday for me. I was so excited. I love when I get to pull my little pranks on you. And he he uh, <laughs> he he pulls out of this nasty Velcro wallet. He pulls out a photo and he looks over at Steve and he looks over at Scott and he knows that they both have equivalent photos and he holds up a photo of Mary Jane Watson. He's like, "You ask me anything about about the person that I love, about our relationship, mm-hmm. and we will answer this question." ask you anything because i believe that the anti-anti-life equation is love mm. that's very sweet that's adorable i love it after you deleted your marriage who did she go to to date afterwards after she couldn't remember you who's the first person that she would go date jeff actually jeff actually does remember this um uh-huh. am i right in thinking it's tony stark um, actually, it, actually, it is, if I remember correctly, it is not for a very specific reason, or it might be, but, like, there is something very specific about it that, like, he pauses and thinks about it, mm-hmm. and he goes, I think it is Tony Stark, but I have the full answer, and he goes, it was Tony Stark, and it was mm-hmm. Tony Stark because she was hurt, because the deal that you made with, made. Her, with her was that she remembered that we were married. So yep. that was her plan to uh-huh. get us. That was her plan to get us back together because even the devil's own bargain could not keep us apart. No, well, it really was. Shitty decision. I, I put the loophole in there. So it was my secondary bargain that did keep it connectable. But that's yes, that would devil's greatest trick. Double the double the pain. You get it. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Now, am I asking questions about everyone's everyone's lives is this is this what i'm doing is this the fun little trivia that i get to do uh, it is and we don't have to do this in real time but i think that is like i think what we see is like a very long montage and i guess the question is is steve answering questions about peggy or bucky <laughs> what level of shipping trash are we i think at? it's i think it is like there is like a uh a kind of like a there's a a, a obscurance to it right where it's like you don't know it first Mm. (laughs) all the questions could go either way just like oh where where like when did you what was one of your finest memories together well well we fought in the war together we fought in the war together yeah yeah that's that's always they were always there for me when i really needed them and i think uh, i think there is a moment where, where scott and peter like lean over and go do we know is he talking about what? Okay, it's working. I don't want to ask the. They eventually became part of Shield. Did you know that? They did. They did. They were. Part of they Shield. were. They were an important part of Shield. Um, and and how that all came together. I didn't think they were gonna. It's how we reunited after I was frozen in ice. We didn't think that was gonna happen, but then it eventually happened. It was impressive. They always <laughs> impress me, and they have a medal on. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> we cut to, and we cut to Peggy Carter, and then reality, reality, like clips for a second, and she just like grabs a, like a bottle with a metal arm. <laughs> Peggy Carter taking out the Samus Aaron helmet. <laughs> we get a, a long montage of trivia questions and like James Kirk rolling his eyes as he fights this large man and like all the other side characters like being vaguely disgusted at this blatant wife guy behavior that's good this is a good scene I like this scene which then so is that that's the end of your scene right that's that's the, the end of the scene yeah so that's all, the end of all four which brings us to our solution here we we're at the end of this challenge yes and so it is time once again to do our draws. Mm -hmm. All right. Start with no stones in the pool. Add one good and one bad. If your main character is unhappy with the path that the fellowship has taken, hold one bad, bad card. If your main character actually wants the quest to fail, hold two red cards. Otherwise, hold none. For Taylor, since your main character is dead, answer for Kirk. Okay. Are we ready? I'm ready. I think I'm ready. All right. Three, two, one, reveal. All right. Is Kirk unhappy? Kirk is unhappy because we're literally dealing with the <laughs> devil. <laughs> Jason's unhappy because he has not got to permanently kill anybody yet. <laughs> <laughs> and Jason, no! He's just like, I... The more I see of this Peter P. Parker guy, the more I just, like... <laughs> God damn it. I need to go fist fight something yet. Next up, each player takes one white and one red, one good and one bad. As a player, do you think the fellowship did what was necessary to succeed at the challenge? Good if yes, bad if no. Decide secretly and then add them to the pool. Three, two, one, reveal. I have the temperance card, which is Joel Embiid, MVP. <laughs> that's a, hey, that's as good as it gets. <laughs> Taylor, do you also have good? I also had good. All right. So it's putting us again at four and three. Quick rules question. What happens to me if Kirk dies? You just make a new character. You make a, yeah, oh, you make just a add new a new guy. character. Kirk might have gotten promoted <laughs> to main character. Okay. It is time. First card on left. Second card on right. Full deck there. Good Yay! and good. Good and good. Hey. <laughs> Everything's great. Thank you. Thank you, Arrow Vidramon. <laughs> Describe the outcome, win the challenge, lose nobody. Sick. Peter, you were right. Love is the anti-anti-life equation. And that's beautiful. I think he smiles around and he's like, damn right. And then he kind of looks like, imperceptibly, like his eyes lock with Jason Todd and just gives like a quiet, like, <laughs> <laughs> and then like looks to the devil and gives like a, like a quiet nod. He's like, you should, you should get, just go, just right, just right in the back of the head. Just, just, just like I should, like I should, you sh yeah, get the yeah, devil. Go, yeah, you want yeah, me to just, shoot the devil? Yeah, just, just out right now. Yeah, <laughs> that be actually gets the Constantine bolts again. <laughs> Bam! <laughs> All right, he's dead. We did it. <laughs> the, the, the vial starts falling apart. <laughs> We're running out. So where does he go? <laughs> Who can say? <laughs> but it felt good. Didn't it feel good? 
It did feel good. Mm. It's always you should try that sometime. Have you ever tried that? I prefer so, to heal people more like imperceptibly, like manipulate someone into a place mm, where they can kill. It's yeah. really the it's really the cruelest <laughs> oh. thing of all because I've also made you kill a piece of yourself. Well, I don't have that piece of myself, so really. You can't kill something that's already dead inside. Hey, oh, look at you! We should get coffee. <laughs> We are in the third and final challenge, ostensibly. <laughs> we 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 cut back to an office room. We cut. We do. <laughs> this is is this the same office? Is this the book club's fully here? Yeah, the, it's a conference room. Who, who we got? We got we got uh, we got uh. It's not Ben from. Is it? It's uh. Who's the guy from Lost who's in the book club? Well, Ben is Ben is not in the book club. He gets kicked out of the book club. <laughs> so we got Luthor, we got Xavier, we got Batman, as played by George Clooney. We got who else? Did anybody else get uh, put in? We've got uh, hologram Miles O'Brien uh, with an eye patch over over one eye <laughs> from uh, our man Bashir, where he's an evil Russian spy. <laughs> We got, we got oh Russian God. spy hologram Miles. Everybody's gathered around. Sidious, Dark Side. We have Dark Side. We have Emperor, we have Emperor Palpatine. We have ten discreet Jeffrey Coombs characters, all kind of sitting together, uh, led by uh, a blue Jeffrey Coombs with antennas, Shran. Uh, as they're discussing, really, Prairie Song, which is available at PrairieSongCereal.com, is truly. <laughs> The writing is exceptional. Yes, it is wonderfully written with well-developed characters. It is effortlessly bingeable. Lex Luthor going, I find that I have many Blorbos from my web series in these. Many little, many little men that I like to rotate around in my skull. Hello, excuse me. Um, hello. I'm so sorry. Sir, he's coming in. I don't mean to be a bother. I uh, I had a couple more questions for Mr. Lord. Lord, who um, is this? Uh, uh, I'm sorry. Not. I my name is Detective Columbo. I'm with the LAPD. Um, I we're investigating the death of a Mr. Hal Jordan, a Green Lantern. It's a big case, you know. They want me to to tie off all the loose ends before I wrap things up. You understand? I'm pretty certain that this is just an open and shut accident that has happened you know the man the man was uh known for taking risks but you you'll indulge me if you allow me to to just tie off a few loose ends maxwell's getting up to kick him out and then again <laughs> city's like wait let us hear him out now we had the boys at the lab do some some digging and uh you know my wife she loves she loves reading business books she's a big business podcast listener and she pointed out a very interesting thing which was that all of the members of this book club all happened to also uh, own stakes in chateau picard chateau picard which is a, a a piece of a piece of real estate owned by um hold on I have it written down on my notepad um Hexus Hexus the Living Corporation uh does that name ring a bell to anybody in this room No I don't 
I really, because no I idea I, who that is. I have it on record that you've all met at the at the the most recent shareholders meeting at Chateau Picard. Uh, actually, here is a photo. Uh, hold on, it's in my pockets. Here's a photo of all of you together, and it's all of them <laughs> standing with this entity of bodies in suits with tentacles rising behind them, amongst like in front of a scenic background of like this French <laughs> vineyard. <laughs> I think, actually, if I. Hi, Lex Luthor. If I may take this really quick, I think what you find here is you have a cosplay photo from um, the the hotel in The Shining. If you look here, Jack Nicholson is actually here at the center of all of this. And so uh, we, this yeah. is unfortunately great likenesses. Cosplayers do amazing work, but I, see, I think I that see. you will find yep. that this is none of us actually. Cosplay, yep. This is a. I believe this is a cosplay photo. You're right. I'm gonna. I'll let you get back to your book club. Prairie Song is a uh, one of the <laughs> finest serials on the internet. I don't want to take up any more of your time. Oh, but before I go, just one more thing. Um, I'd prefer if you didn't. <laughs> Say that perhaps reality was being collapsed in on itself and a power grab by the universe's most powerful people. Wouldn't then it make sense that cosplayers that appeared in a cosplay photo would also double as those people themselves, such as if Dr. Barry Mayfield, as played by Leonard Nimoy, was also Spock, was also Siler? Then wouldn't a photo then of actor Zachary Quinto also be a photo of Siler, be a photo of Spock? So wouldn't this cosplay photo... You know what? I'm getting ahead of myself. What a silly uh, little... Those are some silly little ideas and, you're, and you know, you're right you're right i'm gonna i'm getting ahead talk- of myself in my quantum uh, philosophizing mm-hmm. i'm gonna let you get back to it. you 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 spoke of your wife right of course yes i know a man who would love to talk to you more about that do a little <laughs> bit of a conversation if you'd be interested that sounds wonderful i think you'll find he makes very good deals <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's great, because then he's going to find out that, that, that Satan is dead. <laughs> he still pops up, though. Yeah. <laughs> so, a, so dead, still, a, dead a, a dead body just pops onto a table with a bullet in the back of its Well, that's unfortunate. Sticky note says Jason was here. <laughs> I'm going to let you guys... Uh, that's, that's a tragedy. That's a tragedy. I'm going to let you clean up this body. I'm going to get out of your hair. See, no, wait, the note says Jason was here. Dance with this motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> See. Ten seconds after we hit record. <laughs> Fuck, I hit record at 30. <laughs> That's fine. That's where there's two sync points. We did it. We did it. We got there. We're good. No, we're we good. Got, we got there. We're good. We're good. We're good. We're good. Everything's great. Everyone be 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 cool. 
Um, and give me one moment, uh, Editor Riley, cut this silence out as I look this up. Um, I'm making a very specific Star Trek reference. I am begging the editors of the Memory Alpha Wiki to include a death section on a character's page. They don't want to spoil anything. It's it's not from Lower Decks. Um, Who's the character who gets beefed? Uh, the character who gets beefed is Tasha Yar. Uh, she's Tasha from Yar. Next Gen. Here we go. I found it. Uh, Great. So, we are on the final challenge. Where are we at here? How are we feeling? Do we want to take a break? Do we have to step away? When's the next meeting? How are we looking? Uh, I've got a meeting at 2 o'clock central, which is in 58, 57 minutes. Then should we break, let you do your meeting, and then come back after the break to polish this bad boy off? At, yeah, we got one more We got one yeah. more challenge and a wrap-up. I think it makes sense if we come back on after the meeting at 2 o'clock, at the, at the meeting at 2, or 3 Eastern, 2 Central. We'll come back on at like 4 Central, 3 Eastern, or 4, 4 Eastern, 3 Central. And then we'll wrap this up. Cool. I I like it. This has been a blast. I think we're going to get like six episodes out of this if I'm doing my math correctly, um, which is great. Like, that's a little mini season, baby. Mm-hmm. That's six episodes. Go up, bop, 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 bop. Fantastic shit. Thank you all for joining me on this. And I will see you. Uh, how long is your meeting going to take? Approximately? About half an hour. I should. Half an hour. Well, that's what I said about the last one. Let me double check. So I'm going to say. <laughs> yes. Half an let's hour. bet on three. If you can get earlier, sick. Yep. So like, well. Well, that is three o'clock CST. Still on everyone's track. That seems that seems reasonable. Yep. One thing that I will count out, uh, call out, is that at any point in time between two thirty and six thirty central, uh, movers might show up with our new oven. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I do not have a smaller window of time than that four-hour block. That's fucking chill. Cool. We'll do what we got to do. Sweet. At some point tonight, I have to go record podcast minds. Oh. So. We'll see how everything plays out, mm-hmm. but I will see you all at three. Um, save your fucking five. Yeah.